Welcome to another episode of the Father Ted Talk, broadcast here at the National Shrine of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Today we welcome a special guest, Father Caesar. We must, we must always be ready to bear witness if persecution should come. But even if there is no persecution, we must always be ready to confess Christ before men. In reality, <clears throat> sometimes we don't confess Christ before men for fear of the cross. And sometimes <clears throat> also we don't confess him before our religious brothers for fear of what they will say. Because they will think that we are making a show or being morally superior to other people. <clears throat> or because they will look at us as scrupulous. Or because they will make us, they will make fun of us. Or because they will be angry with us. The point is that before all those difficulties, we have to confess Christ. We must prepare ourselves to bear witness to Christ. We must prepare. And how can we do this? By being witness in our everyday life. Every day I die, says St. Paul. Every day I can and must confess Christ by my works before my brothers and sisters. In order to bear witness to Christ, although it is a grace, <clears throat> one must prepare oneself by living a pure life. Pure in all in the full sense of the world. A simple life that seeks only God. This pure life is a life of a deep and orthodox faith that is willing to lose everything before denying Christ and a faith great enough to reject all creatures and ourselves for Christ. Both <clears throat> martyrdom and bearing witness every day is a grace. It is a grace. But on our part, this grace demands fidelity because grace assumes nature, does not destroy nature. And fidelity to the highest degree is in absolute abandonment to God. Nothing escapes the Lord's providence. Nothing. We are in the hands of God's providence. Why worry about how we are going to bear witness? Why fear what will happen to us? Nothing will happen but what God disposes in his divine providence. And divine providence is wise and loving. So we need not to fear 
<clears throat> the things that men can do to us will not be greater than what Christ suffered because the disciple is not above his master. But they will treat us if we are faithful as they treat the Lord. However, it gives us strength to think in eternal life. For I consider that the sufferings of this present life are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed in us, says St. Paul. We need not fear men if we are in God's hand, but we should fear God if we are unfaithful to him for fear of men. The punishment of unfaithfulness involves not only our bodily suffering, such as men might inflict on us, and in the highest degree, bodily death, but the punishment of the whole man, soul and body. We should fear unfaithfulness because he can cause us to be condemned forever. Fidelity to God is the right response to our condition of creatures. On the contrary, infidelity places us in a situation of existential instability, which we must fear. Because if we are unfaithful to God, we lose the ultimate foundation of our being, and this is to be feared. Moreover, this possibility is real because we can sin. It's real in our condition as pilgrims. It is the possibility of sin. And it is the possibility to be condemned. The fear for, of men because of faithfulness to God is also real because they can inflict pain. It is real and suffering on us, but not beyond what God allows. And God will give us the grace to be victorious in that which he allows, if we are faithful. These sufferings harm our bodily being, but not our deeper being, which can only be harmed by God when he withdraws from us because we ask him to by sinning. The small daily infidelities, as you know, little by little, make us gradually to lose the pure life in us. We, dispose, we are disposing ourselves. We must try to avoid conscious infidelities and dedicate ourselves to grow in purity of life by examining our conscience. He who is faithful in little prepares himself to be faithful in much. And the Lord blesses him who is faithful as he blessed him who had ten talents. Infidelities gradually destroy our right conscience. At the beginning we notice that we are doing wrong. Even if it is only by a small interior whisper 
of the Holy Spirit. If we are not faithful and we say to ourselves, it is of little importance. This repeated infidelity habitual, consciously, softens, say, our conscience and causes it to lose rectitude. When we realize it, we have given our conscience a bad liberty, a bad freedom. If this continues, our conscience becomes twisted and finally reaches great unfaithfulness. As the end of time approaches, and I'm saying this, but I'm not saying that, I don't, we don't know, but apostasy will become more universal and faith more rare. That is why a greater and greater faith is necessary. We must ask Christ to increase our faith. Perhaps we have to suffer persecution. Perhaps not. But we do have to suffer the insidious daily persecution of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the rulers of this dark world against the spirits of the evil that are in the air, says St. Paul, who fights us through his satellite, the world, and through his ally in us, namely our own flesh. <clears throat> Let us remember that growth in faith is a grace, and this is achieved through prayer. If we pray more and better, we will strengthen our faith and grow in it. Let us ask to grow in faith. And on our part, let us seek to be faithful to God, not only avoiding what can separate us from Him, but also the small infidelities. Because those infidelities disposes, disposes us to fall into a grievous sins and above all trusting in him because we are worth more than the little birds and because the hairs of our head are numbered and not a single one will fall without the will of God so let us let us examine ourselves and see even the small infidelities to work on them, to hate them. But for, in order to do this, we need to pray. We need to ask the grace to love more God so we can hate sin. And we ask this through the intercession of our blessed Mother.